0: You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is Black Hollywood Live, The Beat, featuring the week's roundup and commentary on music moves. Black Hollywood Live, Hollywood redefined. You're And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live,
1: the beat. Hey guys, welcome to Black Hollywood Lives, the beat. But before we get started, we need our dance break. You know, who, you know who this is? Of course. Who?
2: <laughs> I. I couldn't tell. You,
1: to be honest. One day I'm gonna get someone in here that can actually answer it right and not say Will Smith. Oh, it's the whisperers. Got it. Got oh, it. The beat goes Don't on. School me. Well, I'm DJ Jesse Janity, and I'm joined in studio, um, if you know this man's face, look at him, we have the one, the only, he's a dancer, an actor, a model, Michael Anthony Bean. What up? Thank you for coming in studio. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Thank you. Um, you've you, you done, been around the world, you've done a lot of stuff in your life, and you are continuing to plow the streets down. Um, your real and resume is ridiculous. <laughs> And I can't wait to find out how the hell you got involved with everything that you have done. But before we do that, I want to talk about some trending Twitter topics with you. First up, Jay-Z and Beyonce are going on tour this summer. Yes. On the run. How you feeling?
2: I just got the, um, I have the Live Nation um, app on my phone. So just at 10 a.m. this morning, they just hit me, hit me up, you know, with a reminder, like, Jay-Z and Beyonce, tickets on sale today. I went I went to check for two tickets. 250 and it's not even in like the f- bottom floor section 250
1: 250 for two tickets yes oh that's not bad no i, got... I think it's 250 each yeah, for yeah, each yeah, ticket yeah 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 because yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. i think her lowest tip the lowest ticket is 110 dollars yeah something like that. it's
2: crazy crazy, crazy.
1: um <laughs> however i will say that beyonce was actually just recognized as the highest paid female african-american in the music business oh yeah Yes. So congratulations, She up there with Oprah on that Oprah status. (laughs) Well, for the music business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, No, that's what I'm saying.
2: Yeah,
1: Or what? (laughs) Moving on. Next topic. There's a question that's been going around. Who destroyed hip-hop? Where is hip-hop? Now, a lot of people are pointing the finger at Lil Wayne. Nah. Easy? I mean, but we have to to start, you know... Me, personally, I would have to throw it at Ja Rule, Nelly... That era of the 2000s, I feel like once 2000 came around, it turned into hip-hop, I feel like. I don't know, how are you feeling about that? Yeah, it, it's um, it's definitely
2: become something other than what it was or what it what it started off as i don't think i wouldn't say that it's been destroyed i think it's just it's it's turned into something else now and i think the kids today they get it like for some reason it's like i hear all this stuff on the radio and i'm like what the hell is this but the kids love it you know but it's like the adults that know the good shit stuff excuse me yeah you know like, <laughs> you know we everybody's like what the hell you know so I think it's just
1: changed into something else. Um But but I mean, do we wanna still call it hip hop? Uh Quest Love from the Roots, he was talking about that uh hip hop has failed African Americans in general. Uh if you look at any artist now, Beyonce is labeled as hip hop. Yeah. she's not definitely <laughs> <laughs> it's like, she's where definitely they do that, at? that. Or Rihanna was nominated for uh, you know, we had Tank in studio and Tank was like why the hell am I nominated for a soul R&B award with Rihanna?
2: <laughs> yeah, um, I think the lines have been blurred, you know, things, things, people have crossed over between different uh, genres and stuff. Um, I wouldn't say, you know, like Nas says hip-hop is dead and all that. Like, um, what it
1: was is dead. You know, I asked this question last week. Do you ever see that? Hip hop ever coming back? That old school, the simplicity of just lyrics and a simple beat. You know, I, I like to think that it's it's still out
2: there. It's just not. It's not. You know, in the media, it's something different now. But like, you got people like Kendrick Lamar. You know, he's killing it. Uh, you know, there's there's certain people. If you really go out there and listen, you know, and not just pay attention to what the radio plays, but you know, just go out there. There's there's still people doing it and.
1: You know, doing it right, I think. And um, it's funny, you know, uh, Questlove, so he, he made this comment and basically about whenever people look at a black artist, they automatically assume hip-hop. And, you know, so for today, normally we play a couple different videos that I found online. So I wanted to do something different today. So this girl, her name is Powgirl. And there's this thing, it's called Saturday Morning um, Jam Sessions. And it's this corny guy, but he has all these different people uh, come in, and they they sing uh, popular songs, but in a, a different genre of time. Okay. So today yeah, we're so going to see... There's a lot of that going on. Pa- <laughs> it's a lot of that going on now. Pow Girl, and she's singing, covering the theme song to DuckTales. I think I've
2: seen this. Have you seen
1: this? I think all I've right, seen this. Right, so let's this. take yeah, a
2: look so. at it. <laughs>
1: For a final curtail Um, Full deductions (laughs) never fail That's
0: for certain The worst of messes
1: Pow girl, she did that. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at. I, you know, at first, I was like, DuckTales. Yeah. woo Sure, she sure the hell did that. She got a Jill Scott on. And so I totally <laughs> recommend it. Uh, look up Pow Girl and find it through there. But they do all these different types of genre. They do this rendition to Dark Horse. There's there's a couple weird things like there's like this pantomime clown that they have come in. It's fucking awkward, but for the most part, it's a dope. I enjoy it. So go Pow Girl. Next she's called Fox and uh, the song's called Slow Motion and I'm gonna let y'all just watch it and then we'll talk about it cause it's just real <laughs> different and I love it So crap.
2: That's way more of my speed right there. You know, like Who is this girl?
1: Her name's Fox P-H-O-X. Dope. And uh all of her music is amazing. I can't wait to get her in studio because i really want to know where her influences came from. Because her posse is all these like nerdy little white boys. If you see the videos, like it's all like old school, like 1920s looking. I don't know, and it's really like that hillbilly kind of country sound that they from? do. I'm actually unaware of where she's from. Yeah. But I, yeah, I'm very excited to find out her story because her voice is very haunting. Yeah. Lana Del Rey-esque. Yeah. gives me that same emotion. I love female
2: vocals like that that have like a haunting voice or like just a different sounding voice. Like Sia. Oh, S- yeah, Sia she's dope.
1: She is. Moving on, though. Let's talk about you, your life, your career, nah. your situation. Now, before <laughs> we even do this, because some maybe y'all need a little reminder of, of the things that he's done. Let's just take a look at this uh your little resume right here. Just a little something, you know. <laughs> Poor Cassie
2: <laughs> Don't talk about my baby like that
1: <laughs> She's fine, she's sitting there with all her money She's so like, gorgeous,
2: man like, So much potential Was she easy to work with? Was that? Easy to work with? Oh yeah, she was so cool, so down to earth Nelly Furtado too, another one what, what video was this one? Uh, that's Madonna, American Life. Oh, okay. yeah. That version didn't really get shown though because uh, it was uh, it was banned because of all the violence and stuff. And it was around the time that we had went, just started war and all that. It was like real political.
1: What'd you prefer doing, a uh, Get Your Freak on or the, um, what was the other one? Funky. What's your one? American People? Uh This For My People? This For My People.
2: Uh, this one was, like, epic. Free, uh, get Your free gun? Yeah. That I mean, dance
1: right here, this uh, is it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yo, pa!
2: Yeah. I mean, sometimes I trip out, like, thinking about it in hindsight, about some of the things that I've done, like... It's just crazy. Wow, I was really a part of that.
1: If you really look at all the females, like that you're using, like they're all huge names. So, like, it's not like you did one for like. I mean, I'm sure they're out there, but they ain't in here. <laughs> what was your favorite video as far as choreography that you got to do?
2: Um, I loved this one. I mean. In- This was like one of my first dance videos, so it's always going to be yeah, uh, hit him with the heat. Um, But I think Mary J. Blige's Family Affair was one of my favorites because Mary J. Blige was growing up, she was always like one of my like I loved Mary, so just to be able to like work with her and I got to tour with her and stuff like um, that was. You know, to be able to say that, like, I was a part of her career. <laughs>
1: but as far as uh, dancing was, like, does Mary J. I don't know, I've never been to a Mary show. Like, is it like a lot of dancing? Or... Um, yeah, there was.
2: Uh, she would go in and out of of having dancers come out on stage. You know, she didn't really dance so much. But why Mary J. Blige? What was it? What, what what did you love about Mary J. growing up? Oh man! I mean, what's the four one one? My life, like I don't know, that was a soundtrack to probably my life. Come, you know, growing up, um, and it just just to be a part of, like you know, her career and you know her journey and stuff. Um, it's it's cool
1: to be able to say, like you know, I I did that. I did <laughs> so you're from the Bay Area, California. Yes, sir. So how does a Bay kid? get inspired to move to la and become a dancer was dancing something that you were like i'm gonna make a career out of this because i know that now you're moving more towards film so it was film always the goal at the beginning and you know music just fell into it or um i've always um yeah i've always wanted to
2: to act and to get into movies to make movies um I think dancing was something that I excelled at and something that I loved to do and I think I feel like it was just like my my foot in the door to the to the industry to the business. Um I didn't know that, you know, it was going to take me this far, but um that's the amazing
1: thing about like going after your dreams like you never know what's going to happen. Well, so you say excelled in, so like was it like your friends were dancing and you were like, hey, yeah, can I just be like the sixth member? Or?
2: Well, I grew up like, I have five sisters, um, three older sisters. So um, I grew up, they started taking dance lessons and my parents started me in acrobats and then they were like, you you know, at an early age, I was like four years old or something like that. And so they got me into dancing at four years old. Um, and I pretty much grew up on a stage. Every year we would have to like put on a performance or whatever and i think i fell in love with it you know with just performing and um i mean really ultimately it's the music the music is what's moved me i mean i think any dancer will tell you like that's that's
1: the reason why they dance (laughs) what video uh what was like your first audition like as far as going in for a video and did you have like an idea of what you thought you were going to be uh Doing versus what they pulled you to actually do because it's like it, it seems like most of the videos when you get called into you, they have a specific role as you're going to be the, the the eye candy. Was that something that like you kind of like? <laughs> it didn't. You remember did, me from the Monica nah. video, <laughs> 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 right? Uh, Beyonce no, was good.
2: It actually didn't really happen like that. A lot of those times, a lot of those videos, I wasn't um, supposed to uh, get as much shine or shots as I did. Um, but somehow like the camera just showed love or, you know, actually really what it is at the end of the day is for people in the editing room, you know, someone in the editing room just always hooked me up. Um, but like a lot of them, like take for instance, let's see the Beyonce video upgrade you. I auditioned just as a dancer and all the way up until walking on set that day, I didn't, had no idea that, um, you know, I got to set and they were like, okay, we need to fit you for a suit. Beyonce's and Beyonce's going to uh, rub all over you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there was like, you know, you've been upgraded to a feature spot with just you and Beyonce. And I was like, whoa, I had no idea, you know, and then come to find out, like, it's a whole little segment in the video. <laughs> so do you
1: get recognized a lot? Like, I mean, you have that face that's kind of like... <laughs> that's that motherfucker from that video <laughs>
2: um people recognize me sometimes um i'm i'm kind of shy so you know a lot of times, sometimes i'll be like huh uh, you know <laughs> what are you talking about i don't know but i think uh it's just because uh in music videos like when i first started out there wasn't, weren't a lot of like asian faces you know it was um mostly black and white um and so you know it, i it feels good to know that like kind of like Maybe Especially open the door for, you know, that to be more
1: acceptable. <laughs> uh, well, let's take a look at this. This is I have to put this because this was the first one for me personally that I saw you and I was like, this who is this person? This person <laughs> is, I mean, back then you were a lot of people's future baby daddy. <laughs> let's take a look. Monica, oh, first night. <laughs> I was a baby thising <laughs> your TV I thought was coming the close that you got to me wanted to touch you wanted to kiss you and somehow in one night discover I love you don't so right, but it felt so wrong and look how we are carrying on trying to say things to give me the stay for my wife I mean, that's a legendary video and a legendary song. That's like... It's crazy because... Kind of epic. Like, I don't
2: I don't even think it was like the biggest song that she's ever done, really. But a lot of people remember it for some reason, you know. A lot of people re- recognize me from that. And a crazy story about this, actually, is just to go into what, what you were just talking about... Um, I auditioned. I actually, auditioned as a dancer for this video three times and didn't book the job. Really? Yeah, three times. Uh, they like you know they had callbacks or whatever, and and I went in three times. They didn't and they booked the dancers and started going through rehearsal process. So I was bummed. I was like, oh. one day I was at home and then I got a call from my girl Anquinetta Kelly, who's like Mon- one Monica's family kind of and she was like what are you doing right now and i was like uh i was in my pajamas <laughs> I was just like lounging at home and she's like get down to alley cat now she's like they're looking for they need a lead guy and um you know I, I want you to audition for this and i was like i'm not gonna get it i just auditioned Fourth three times time. yeah <laughs> and i was like come on and she was like just get here just get here and then i got a call from the casting director also was like please come down here i want them to see you so i was like okay so I went down there and it was a bunch of guys again and I was like, Whoa. you know, and, and we had to like battle it out. And it came down to me and a good friend of mine, Havoc, um, and they made us like duke it out. Basically, like they put me in there with Monica and then took me out and they put him in there. And it was just Contestant like testing out the chemistry. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, my God, this is too much, you know. And then by the end of that um, day, they were like, you know, we, they chose me and I was like. You know, it was crazy because if I had, you know, if I had given up at the third audition and just said, "Fuck, you know, I'm not going to go. That's they don't want
1: me. You know, then I never would have that never would have happened. (laughs) As a dancer, how do you kind of fight that? Because I think that is something that a lot of dancers do go through as far as like there's a lot of no's in that industry. And so how do you kind of I mean, you've been doing this for a minute. So how did you kind of keep that mentality of never giving up and kind of pushing forward? (sighs)
2: <sighs> that's that's something I'm still trying to figure well, out. Well, no, you know honestly, <laughs> yeah. and that's
1: one of my things I like to talk about. I like talking about you know those times that you know are hard because th- that's what people watching right now. That's what we want to know. We want to know what was the moment for you that was so difficult, and how did you overcome that? Um, well, I, you you really have to you really have
2: to love what you do. I think I think that's that's so important. Um. If you don't love it enough, then it's you'll break at the first no. You know what I mean? The first hardship, the first, you know, like, setback that you have. You're just like, you'll give up. You'll give up. But if you, like, love it and you believe it, and you have to know that this is what, you know. Like, I came out here and I just was like, this is where I'm supposed to be. You know, I knew it. I knew it in my heart. And I just wasn't going to stop at some, you know, one no or whatever. Um, And I think that's really important for, you know, for people to understand that. Like, you can't, you have to, um, you can't, like, the reason, you have to know the reasons why you want it. And if it's not the right reasons, you know, if you're just doing it for the money or you're just doing it for the fame, like that, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't really work out like that. You have to know that this is what you, you know, were meant to do. And you've gotta love it. Like if you don't love it, it's just it's it's worthless. I think.
1: What's the difference for you as far as you know? I mean, shooting a big budget video for that Monica versus now two thousand and you know ten fourteen. <laughs> what, what, what kind? Of, what's the difference as far as sets and yeah, the budget way dancers has and definitely
2: are, changed the industry has completely changed. Everybody's just trying to do something. I mean, because you can now. You can do so many things, um, you know, for real cheap. (laughs) And everyone's always trying to cut costs, so, like, the budget's changed. For something like Monica, I think we had rehearsals for a week before, you know, that were paid, and then I think it was, like, a three-day shoot that we had, so you know it was it was all like it was it was good it was a big check but after a while like and i i started noticing this even with some of the big artists that i i worked on they they the budgets changed and they were just like uh okay there's no rehearsal you're just going to learn it on the day of the <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> and and it's 250 for the day and you know and it's like what like what happened, you know? It's 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 definitely changed.
1: Um, Even sets, I would I think. Like, when I watch music video sets, like, back in the, like, 90s, it just looked like all the sets were so intricate and down to Buster yeah. Rhymes, like, the walls, the painting on the walls to Destiny's Child, Bills, 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 and just the structure of, like, what music videos used to be, versus now it just kind of comes off, like... Well, were you really in the building or was that just a green? (laughs) Yeah, I I was definitely
2: um, blessed to be able to be a part of it when uh, I like to call it like the golden age or the golden era of music video, because now music video is just I don't know, it's kind of obsolete. It's just like you just see these viral videos that people put out, you know, Um, and it always was just promotional for for the music. But it's just something different with the Internet now. It's like you just see these videos leak and it's mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, it's not like a world premiere on right. MTV. You know, it, it, it was different back in the day. And I I mean, look, the Monica video, that's Tanika Ray up in that video. You know, I was blessed to, to do it at a time when um,
1: it, it was a lot of magic being made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, speaking of magic... You wanted to play uh, this video. It's Janet Jackson If. (laughs) Let's take a look at it. Jenna Jackson, if uh, <laughs> why was that video so important to you? Um, man, it was at a time when this was
2: like just before I moved out here to to LA, and actually, um, I went, I got to go to a con- to that concert and uh, sat in the front row, thanks to my friends. Mind over matter um but yeah i met her dancers after the show and i was talking to tish one of her dancers and we were people were asking her like how did she get started like how did she do it you know and she was like well i st- i started in um you know i started dancing in like a hip hop dance groups and then it- i just started auditioning and she was like you got to be in la because you know that's just that's where they cast for all these things this is this is like the hub So I just I listened to her. And actually, that day at the concert, when I was standing in front row, I met um, people that had approached me and was like, you know, we saw you moving during the show because I was in the front row getting it. I was like (laughs) doing all the moves. I was like, you know, I was like, I'm janitor. I mean, People Think it's cool that I dance for Beyonce and Jennifer Lopez and stuff like that, but for me, like,
1: would Jenna be up, the one like, if you could have for anybody? It would have been Jenna?
2: Janet just was she was the Beyonce, you know, back in the day. Um, what Beyonce is now, I was like that's that's what Janet was. Um, so yeah, um, I listened to what her background dancers had said, you know, about being in LA and all that, and I was like, I knew then. Oh, that's what I, I met a, people who asked me to join their hip hop dance group at that concert. So I just put that together that she, that Tish had to, just told me. Like you know, I started off doing a hip hop dance group. So I was like, cool. So <laughs> you know, I was on my journey and I, I joined that hip hop dance group and started doing stuff with them. Danced with a, a local artist in the Bay Area for a little bit, and then we toured. We did like a national tour, and once I had traveled the states and like went somewhere with it i just knew like the bay area didn't have anything else for me to you know to t- offer you. yeah to conquer so i was like i I gotta move to la i'm going to la so
1: what was something like you you uh, had in your head that when you went on set or you went on tour and you worked with these artists or you know you're on this video set that you were kind of like the magic was a little taken out for you like oh shit like she's a bitch or you know this is how it was shot or you uh, know what i mean like because we look at it we look at it like oh that'd be so fun to be in that janet jackson if video but like i mean it could have yes. damn smelled it, it could have damn you know what i mean like <laughs> one. it looks cool but i'm like oh, my the best one is survivor when you see the behind the making of that and beyonce's like yeah we have to look sexy but she's freezing cold in this water and she really goes sit there like Oh Girl, yeah. No. My face would be like What <laughs> so what was something for you going into this? Like the dream was kinda of taken out like, oh I always thought like she could dance better than that. Well Oh, that's what we our job is to make her look like a better dancer. Oh, now I get it. I wouldn't say that it was
2: anything really that like just took the dream away. One thing Not the dream, yeah, but the but, magic. Like you yeah. Oh, I get it now. The um the thing that you learn real quick in this business, it's a lot of hurry up and wait, you know? It's like, hurry up, hurry up, you got to be set on this time, and then you just sit there and wait for, mm-hmm. like, hours and hours before you do anything, and that is, like, draining because you're, like, I'm you get there and you're all amped and you're ready to go, and then it's like you just sit there and you're like, okay, let's go to craft service. For, <laughs> you know, and you end up eating yourself to death, and then finally when you get the, ch- shots, the chance to shoot, it's like you're tired already, <laughs> um so you know that's that's different but there's a lot of horror stories of like just crazy things that have happened on set um like for that nelly Furtado video um in the when the first scene where it's like a swamp and they have us like all these were supposed to be swamp creatures that like rise up out of this thing and they had made this big ass pool of like i don't know it was all natural stuff but it was supposed to be mud and we had to like get in there, hold our breath until, you know, until they were ready to shoot and then, like, rise up out of the swamp. (laughs) And, like, the stuff was all – it was thick. It was, like, had walnuts in it. It was, like, some weird concoction because they had to use, like, natural stuff so that it wouldn't, like, mess, you know, get in our pores and our skin. But um, it was just, like, getting in your eyes and you're, like, coming out of it and you're, like, I got walnut in my eye. Like, (laughs) it's crazy. Um, But there's, uh, like – like, the Mary J. Blige video, for instance, um, I I got that video last minute. Um, I was in New York, actually, um, just hanging out with, I had become friends with Nelly Furtado, so I was just in New York hanging out with her, and I got a call from my agent, and he was like, what are you doing? I know you're in New York, um, do you want to do this Mary video? And I was like... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, unfortunately, what had happened was the choreographer Fatima, her her grandmother had passed away and she had to fly back immediately to to L.A. and take her um her assistant out of the choreography to be her, you know, her eyes on the thing. And they needed somebody that could learn the choreography in a day, you know, instantly. And I guess the New York dancers like they, you know, it's usually with choreography that that takes them a little bit longer than LA dancers. So he called me in. Shots
1: fired. Well, no, 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 no.
2: <laughs> this is back in the day, and this is just something that was kind of known, like, that's what they told me, actually, you know, that they w- they didn't want to hire a New York dancer because they wanted somebody that they knew would be able to just go in there and, and do it, so I was like, yeah, 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 you know, I had, I had toured with Mary already, I, I was like, I know everybody, I'm cool, so I, I get there on set, and I had to learn that choreography all in one day, the day before we shot, without any of the dancers there it was just me and her assistant he just taught me no mirrors no nothing he just showed me the choreography and so i I had to like remember that then come to set the next day go through hair and makeup and wardrobe and wait for all the rest of the dancers to get there and that that combination actually has like so much um formation changes and partner stuff like so it's it was you know it's difficult to just Mm -hmm. like you know the choreography and then like you got to like figure out where I'm at and where I'm changing and where the switch is, who I jump over and all this and that. So I had to like learn all this on set that day. And then when we started, right when we started shooting, um, you know, I was like, okay, I got it. And I was amped and I I just went for it. And like by the, it's something about dance. Like in rehearsal, you you get to learn it slowly, and you you learn how to pace yourself. You know, like it's it's athletic. You know, it's 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 hard work. So um, you learn how to pace yourself. Your, your muscles are used to doing the choreography and everything like that. But for me, it was like I just I was marking all the choreography and trying to remember the formation. So I never actually did the routine full out with anyone ever mm-hmm. until, until we started shooting. And by the third take, my muscles and my legs, like, locked up. Like, oh. it, they just, like, spasms in my legs to the point where I just, after a take, I would drop on the ground and be like, oh, my God, my legs. And, like, thank God that I had worked with the director before. Um, Dave Myers is who shot that video. So, like, his camp, they, they all, you know, I'm familiar with them. And Mary's camp as well. So they were pretty accommodating to the fact that, like, everyone knew that I just learned the choreography, you know. <laughs> um, but, like, they, we had to, like, cut in between takes. And it, it, this was, like, the third take. I just, my legs gave out, you know. And it was cr- it was crazy and it's because I didn't you know, I didn't know how to pace myself with it. It was a lot of jumping and squatting and all types of stuff. So it it looks when I look at the video, it's one of my favorite videos because when you look at it you would never know that it was like I was in excruciating pain all day. But, you know, that's I think that's part of, like, the cool part of the magic yeah. of things. Like, you, you would never know some of the things that go on behind the scenes.
1: <laughs> well, you did that, because <laughs> I would have never known that was happening. Um, all right, so you're the lead guy with a lot of these huge female artists. Do you ever feel a little awkward when you have to get that one-on-one scene with Beyonce, that one-on-one scene with Cassie, that one-on-one scene with my... You know what I mean? Like... How does that work for you? I mean, especially the upgrade. You was Jay Z there. Like, were you, did you have to just stand there with Jay Z being like? <laughs> <laughs> um, the tattoo on your neck—that's real cute. Yeah, it can, don't get too cute. It could be intimidating.
2: <laughs> One time, like, uh, um, I I did um Solange's video also as her lead guy, and the director wanted us to kiss and everything, and it was funny because her um, boyfriend at the time was like, you know, the, uh, the football player, I, I forget his name, but he was there like on set watching and Jay and Beyonce were there watching. And Jay was teasing Solange because, you know, Solange was like worried. Like she didn't know if she was like, I don't know if I should kiss him because, <laughs> you know, her man was there and everything. So Jay Z was teasing her. And I mean, for me, I, it was just, you know, it's a job. So, you know, you just try to try to always be professional. Um, uh, I mean, it's it's cool that these people are amazing people, but um, I've
1: always tried to be professional on set and in rehearsals and stuff like that. You know? And all right, so getting into that, I want to talk about you. You've been in the the game for quite some time, and you try to stay on this low radar. You know, I notice a lot of dancers, you know, <laughs> create these careers now, and I I know it's the new age of social media and what that whatnot where do you keep how do you keep this humbleness um well i was
2: raised really you know to uh, to respect humility um and you know well there you know of course there's times when stuff started popping out for me i was just like you know Shh, you know what i mean like yeah that's me you know but the the universe will like ground you One way or another, you know what I mean? And I just, I have come to understand that it's just important to always remain humble. Um, And I appreciate all all the artists that I've worked with that, um, you know, that are these huge stars and people like look up to them and, you know, love them and obsessed with them. But, you know, they just, they're, they're just regular people just like us, you know, you and me. And I appreciate when they, give you that respect you know that you're just another person just like them and you're all there for the same you know for the same cause so um yeah it it's 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 tough because you know you could get caught up and you know like there's a lot of self-important people in this business already it's just there's too many people that are just you know everyone wants to be somebody and everyone's do you see that important. a lot in the dance world yeah, in the dance world, I mean, in in every, you know, part, I'm sure you've experienced it, you know, you, you have people that have been doing it for years, or whatever the case may be, or, you know, if they know somebody that knows somebody, or whatever, and, you know, they just think that they're the shit, and um, you,
1: you can't do that, you can't treat people like that. How do you feel about choreography in 2014? <sighs> uh, I mean, here's my thing, growing up... I'm no shame in my game. Britney Spears head, you know what you get. You're gonna get the three scenes and a breakdown dance scene. You know that <laughs> breakdown dance scene gonna come in. Everyone's gonna be doing the same. Yeah. And then it's kind of like the choreography became twerkyography, and now it's like you know we occasionally get something like Lady Gaga released her video, and it, I mean it was very like robotic but I mean at least it was choreography of some sort and it's interesting to me because watching this and Janet's video it all comes together as far as marketing wise I went to school for marketing so I start seeing like oh I was you you would always pin Britney after Madonna but actually I would probably say she's more like a Janet in the sense of the style of song so as far as choreography wise and videos i know that you said one of your favorite videos right now is uh, loyal with chris brown what would you say as far as choreography work what choreography has done um from the 90s to now <laughs> well even when i was when i was doing it
2: there were times and this is part of the reason i think why i kind of was you know i slowly started to like real like lose my passion kind of for it. um even when I was doing it, there there was times when I had to do choreography that I was like, "Do I really? Do we really have to do this?" <laughs> you know, or it wouldn't, wasn't the choreography. We, they would put us in outfits, and it was like, "I gotta wear this," you know. Um, so it, it's it's changed, um, and I, I wouldn't I wouldn't down. There's still some dope choreography. There's there's still some people who who, who move me.
1: Who are some people that move you today?
2: Oh man. Well he's not doing it so much anymore because he's acting now, but like Harry Shum is sick. You know, yeah. um I was I got to work with him for uh the, the League of Extraordinary uh Dancers and man, like some of the things that they came up with was like um was really cool, I think. Um uh and tone and Richmond always been like there from the bay too. Like they've always been
1: sick with it. Um what about this new wave? I can't think of what the kid's name is. He's like a white boy or Italian or something and it's all this like slow and like little like they're doing boxes with their hands and stuff and uh, pushing it out. Finger tutting. Is yeah, that what it is? Finger tutting is sick. Um but it's I mean it's whole body movement. Like they're doing all this different crazy stuff and it's like this new wave of this dance that everyone's doing.
2: Yeah, well, I, I couldn't. I haven't really kept up with it. You know, I'm sorry to say, I haven't like kept up with everything that's like new because there's always like some new dance right. or so. You know, somebody's got a YouTube video um, up, so I don't really keep up with it too much, but. Um, yeah, there's definitely some s- dope stuff, you know, that that's still going on. It's just like I don't know what I don't know what happens to music videos, really. Like, yeah, they're just I don't s- see much of them, or they don't really have like the whole um, concept, and you know what I mean. Like, it's it doesn't. More this, here's a room. Here's a club. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not it's not what it he. Would you say me. it's because of budget? Um, I don't know that creativity? it's because of budget because these people have money, you know what I mean? Like there's money to, and you and you can do stuff, cool stuff without having a lot of money, you know, at the same time. So, um, I don't think that's an excuse. I don't think budget is an excuse. I think it's just, um, people are, uh, they, there's a lot of repeating you know, there seems to be a lot of like, you know, just redoing what someone else did. Mm-hmm. And I get it. You know, that's art. Art is inspiration. It's, it's, you know, that's from the beginning of time. You know, Michael Jackson, all of what he is, he's taken it from, you know, people who have influenced and inspired him. But somehow these people like Michael Jackson, Madonna, Janet, they found a way to take all of their influences and then turn them into something that was what yeah. they gave but the these people now are just like redoing what the other people Mid, did you know, know what I mean? Puppet. and that's like that's cheating you know <laughs> like it's
1: it's it's whack to me so you're moving from this from in front of the camera to behind the camera you're in uh film school what do yes. we want to do with film because um, you're an, you, do, you are you're an actor so as far as being from in front of the camera to behind it where do you, where do you want to go
2: uh, i 've always been moved by um, by film by music and film really and that 's um what I want to do i mean I grew up in a time i i 'm an eighties baby i 'm without saying my age and all that but um you know I grew up at a time when there was like uh, musicals and you know things like that, and then for a long time, music videos took the place of that. There was no like you know music videos i mean musicals were not cool to do. And then soon later, there came a resurgence of like, you know, Chicago. They did Chicago Wicked. into a movie. Yeah. And then they started, musicals became big again. Um, and I just, I want to marry music and film mm-hmm. together. Uh, the, the, the films and content that I want to put out has a lot to do with music. Not so much necessarily musicals. But um inspired by music or just music driven, because um, that's always been what what moves me
1: and I I want to inspire people you know I, I want to move other people. I like that you took like you said with, with dance, it just came to the point of you know what I've been doing this for so long. my passion for it is kind of leaving because you know everything's going a little crazy in the music world <laughs> and instead of taking it where a lot of people would take that and say shoot like I don't want to do this anymore what does that mean I'm going to do for my life instead of just kind of giving up and looking in a negative light you're taking it and moving forward as far as trying to create okay how can I take this dance world and this music world that I was in into another part of the entertainment business
2: yeah we were just actually having that conversation like um you know, I've been saying, like, you know, that I, I lost my passion. I lost my passion. And and a I, I, friend helped me to realize that it's maybe not so much that I lost anything. It's just that it shifted, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I Like, achieving success is something that is it's bittersweet. Um, on one hand, you've accomplished something that you've always wanted to do. And then on the other hand, once you've done something, like you've done it you know what i mean there's no turning back you can't you know what i mean and and it's it's just like you either just keep doing that and you you know what i mean and you get comfortable doing that and you're fine with that which is it's fine you know a lot of people you know do that and but for me like it's that's not enough for me like i can't you know that's what i found myself unhappy um just doing the same thing just always like going trying to go find the next job the next gig or whatever you know um and I went through a depression, and I I, I didn't even realize it because I was just going, going, trying to get the next job, and you know what I mean? Um, and I had to take a step back and realize, like, you know, that I was not happy um, doing this anymore, and I wanted to find out how to make myself happy. So um, I realized, like, I've always had these visions, I've always had these, these concepts, um, You know, I used to think that it was choreography that I wanted to do. But when I came out here to the business, it was, um, you know, there's a lot of politics involved and I just realized that, you know, the choreographer is not really the one who calls the shots at the end of the day. You know, you have the artist, you have the label, you have the director, you have, you know, you have all these other people that are, you know, it's somebody else's vision, you know? Um... And that's what I just I worked you wanna on to be the vision. Yeah, I worked on enough things to where, like you said, like um, I worked on enough projects where I was kind of like, do we really have to do this or, you know, it would be so much better if we did it this way. Or, you know, I I just I could see better things than what what we were had to do. Um, and so I've always been like, I've always had this like burning desire of like, you know, if I could do it my way, if if we could do this my way, you know, this is how it would be. And I just realized that like, you know, I've always had these visions. I've always had these concepts. I, I feel like they come from somewhere and I believe that that's God. Um, and I think that, um, the reason why I was able to be so successful with dancing is because it was a gift that I had been given from God and I was found a way to give it back to the world. And, you know, for that, I wasn't, you know, monetarily like hugely successful or anything like that, but I, it gave back to me because it was what I loved to do, you know, um, and i think that that's like that's an important thing to to learn is to find out the gifts that that you're given and find a way to give them back mm-hmm. give them back to the world um and so i know now that like you know these concepts that they come from god and um i think that he has stories that you know he wants me to tell so i'm
1: in school right now and i'm i'm just learning how to tell these stories well you've been a part of so many other people's visions. Now it's time for you to create your own. Yes. Well, Michael, thank you for coming in. Now, before (laughs) we finish, I want to uh, do this thing. We do this thing. It's called The Six Mix. So these six songs were dropped this week, except one of them. Um, But I just want to hear what you think of them. We're going to play them back to back and then uh, just let me know as soon as we finish each one. The first one is this rapper John Connor. Uh, He dropped this mixtape. It's called uh, I'm sorry. The Legend of Biggie. Um, And the first song is called Kick the Door. The Legend of Biggie. Yeah. It's a it's a tr- side the tribute to Biggie. I'm oh, okay. Run
0: run rappers, that's really average, It's scary. I'm really wrong. Yeah, I'm feeling myself. You can tell you got Harry Palm. Hits I never miss. They compare me to Barry Bonds. Screw fuck you didn't carry with I barely take care with yons. Got bitches in every city. You get from the fairy guard. I ain't kissing these bitches. They better off kissing frogs. Remember they used to stall now I'm fucking them in the staller. Uh, I make your moves like I made the rules. Niggas, stay confused. Question what I do when I thought you played Oh, it ain't the act, well what the fuck I'm supposed to say to that And Flint haters get smacked and make them
1: take it back or take a nap Real niggas, real niggas, real niggas I'm from a
0: city with real killers that will kill you
1: John Connor So basically every song on the track is a play off of a Biggie track that was kicking the door You did that one
2: It's there's a, a mixtape of his? Yeah Okay
1: So definitely check it out, it's for free uh, <laughs> <laughs> Next The song Loyal, we know Keisha Cole made it, uh, uh, did the remix for it. Well, this, all right, I'm not crazy about this remix. I actually think it sucks. But I had to give it play because, honestly, I can't think of another time. I mean, it's been a minute since we've had this many females on a track. And I just want to promote that because I just feel like at this time and age, I want a second Ladies Night Missy, I hope you're yeah. watching this and you're realizing. Oh, I hope they didn't think this was the ladies' night. Let me let me get on it because this can't. The, they tried it with this. So we got Keisha Cole, K. Michelle, The Brat, Mila J, who I found out is Janae Aeko. and Lil Mo. They got Brat on here. Oh yeah. shit.
0: My favorite sounds you ain't playing. All along, you wasn't nothing but a hater. Shit ain't kill me, nigga. Made me greater. Shit don't thrill me unless about that paper. Fuck your feelings, nigga. I was your savior. Rushed through a burning building just to save you. It's clearly visible that you wouldn't even return the favor. Sin's literally, this is fuck you. Catch vapors. You wasn't never supportive in the first places. Last is what I came in on your totem. Laugh as I Instagram your shriveled up scrotum. Ain't hey, nothing
1: like woman a woman that's born to reborn, bumping. A- Oh. So, they did that. They killed
2: it with Bratt. The Brat. Brat killed is, it.
1: is nasty. And, I mean, I love K. Michelle, Keisha Cole. Oh, I rock with you on. on I rock with Keisha I for the song. I Keisha. I mean, I know I people, people hate on her. People uh, don't like but. Keisha. But she
2: reps the bass, so,
1: you know, I got to show love. Hey. <laughs> it, you know, it's this Mila J girl that I really... I can't sit with. I want to like her. I, I, have you heard of her? Yeah, the funny thing is, is that, like, she's been out for a minute, and then, um,
2: you know, her sister, Janae I, I came out, and, like, she's bad. Janae is, like, her album, to me, is dope. She's a Pisces. Shout out to Pisces. Um, but, yeah, Janae is, is dope, and then, and then now Mila J is coming out, and I'm seeing stuff that's, like, Janae Aiko's sister, and I'm just thinking, like, that's whack that you were in the business before. Was she in the business before? <laughs> yes, she's been, thing she's about it. been in the But Janae has before. been in since B2K. Yeah. No. Mila J was in the girl group, the girl group that uh, uh, Chris Stokes
1: had. Yeah, but remember, Janae Aiko was, she was a single, she had her own songs out, but when B2K was up but no one gave a damn about Janae Aiko. She was in the music video, uh, as one of the little girls, like and I was like, I right, go stick as the music video girl because the song. <laughs> no, I like um, I like this song Mila J has out. That's um, it's, it's and kinda... I think with Mila is it's on and off with her. Sometimes it just sounds like she's just not ready. Like it sounds like, girl, you've been in the business for how long? But yeah, you sound like what Lil Kim's putting out now. Uh, Moving, I think on.
2: everyone's <laughs> trying to do. Everyone's trying to cover Aliyah now. Everyone's trying to like you know
1: trying to take that lane let's not do that yeah exactly <laughs> let's leave that to exactly. Aaliyah alright I'm so scared <laughs> to hear this Aaliyah album that's gonna come out what Aaliyah album they have a, a it's an Aaliyah album of all new Aaliyah songs but they're with people today uh, and I'm kinda okay. like here's my thing like don't tell us who Aaliyah would do a track with cause personally I don't think Aaliyah would ever do a track with right. T-Paint
2: uh, don't tell me they did that
1: oh they did they did it with a couple different people, that I'm just kind of like Future. Like, I'm so sure oh my Sierra God, would ever no. let Future and Aaliyah do a track together. Um, Sierra's like, uh, no, that's my meal ticket. <laughs> yeah, that. I mean, I would love to hear just the tracks just just right. her, you know right. what I mean? So that is going to come out, uh, I don't know, it was supposed to come out in February, so I don't know why they, I, hopefully they scratch the album. I'm sorry. Y'all so it's kind of like it. what they did with Michael then. Like how mm-hmm. they did exactly yeah. like that with well I am and Kanye and all that, yeah, moving next, Sean Kingston Tyga Ecstasy, love it everything's a sample, yep. <laughs> but as a DJ, I love it because I can mix yeah, it yeah, so yeah Sean yeah. Kingston needs to never wear that shirt again. <laughs> Sean and Tiger, Ecstasy. How are you feeling? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's. I mean, the the. Does it bother you when you hear a beat from the past remade and kind of like? No, if if you, if it's done right, then it's
2: it's all good. I think you know. I mean, like I said, uh, art is is inspiration. So you can't hate on some you know somebody. It's like, but it, I just like when someone takes something and makes it their own. You know, I think that's the difference between just, like, these Jason Derulo's that, like, made an entire career off
1: of, like, ripping other people's songs and Mm -hmm. then just, like, (laughs) you know. (laughs) See, I like Sean Kingston more than I ever care for Jason Derulo, (laughs) but the thing with Sean Kingston, it's really hard, and this is going to sound like so much shade, and I really don't mean to be shady, but (laughs) I just feel like when I hear a Sean Kingston song, it's, like, kids bop, like,
2: Yeah, yeah, it's not stuff that I would listen to. Either, but I—I I mean that
1: doing it well—that you the know track, like, yeah, this, yeah, the track, the, the the beat really oh, makes oh, it. Oh, you
2: one. can't front on that.
1: All right, the next one is she's apparently everyone's loving her, Ariana Grande. She came out with a song with Iggy Azalea called <laughs> Problem. I, I like the beat again. Jason Derulo, congratulations because you can mix her song with y'all song. So she's beautiful. Though. She's be- beautiful, and she's not even eighteen yet. That's Creepy. Uh, I was trying not to like her
2: because of the whole Mariah, Mariah thing.
1: Can- I was like, she just sings exactly like Mariah. No, no, no. Like, she does. But have you ever, like, I found her on YouTube before, like, she had a career in, like, the bitch can sing. I'm like, what? but blow. the way she sings now isn't the way I saw her on YouTube. And so it's weird to me. And so I'm like, I wonder what the labels are really trying to get out of her right now. Because um, I see a lot, I mean, this bitch's career can, she could be like Beyonce who in about 10 years from now, if yeah. they play their cards right. It wasn't until that
2: award show when she uh, she performed, I think, Tattoo Hard or something yep. like that, like, she blew me away, like, just her and the mic, and I was like, wow, she's gorgeous.
1: problem Ariana Grande Iggy Azalea it's dope Um, (laughs) next Iggy Azalea dropped her album this week and how do you feel about her um, I love Iggy Azalea for this reason because she keeps it fucking real Don't come on the scene talking about, yeah, you know, I've been doing this for years, and, you know, like, (laughs) I just does this. And she don't do that. She's like, "Mm, I just thought it was cool, people rapping in Australia, hip-hop's not big in Australia. I wanted to learn how to do it, so I taught myself how to do it. I sucked really bad in battle raps, so I, you know, moved to America. Her story is just like, she saw it on TV, she wanted to do it, and she did it. And, and I appreciate that. Yeah, and I, home, I, I love that she <laughs> rolls with these two heavy set gay white men. And I know that they're just creating all of this. I know they're just the power brain behind Iggy Azalea and the visuals that we get. And I love that. I think it's amazing. This bitch has just shitted on everybody because from her first mixtape, Ignorant Art, uh, she had this on Pussy. That came out and the music video is so ratchet, but it's just so good. Like her cinematography on all of the videos is great, and so I really want to know who's behind that because, bitch, if you' behind it, then you don't need to be in the music industry. You need to be doing something different. But uh, I like Iggy. I li- I think she has a good. I think she has a good flow. Or I can't decide if it's the flow or the sound of her voice that I like, but there are times, especially on this album, I can hear, oh, yeah, you really aren't a rapper. <laughs> like, there, there are times where Nicki would be able to do it, and Nicki would make it flow like water, where Iggy's got to kind of, she kind of chokes up on her words. So, for I don't know, but I like her overall. What do you think about it? Um, I haven't really been able to get into it. I just hear
2: everybody. You know, I see people posting and stuff, and I, I hear people are going up for it and stuff. So um, I, I guess I really haven't given it a fair fair chance. I, I love that, you know, she's from another country, you know, coming out here and just capitalizing
1: on, on something that she, you know, admired. That's cool. Um, uh, this album, um, she has some really dope songs. I've never been a Rita Ora fan. Until she did the song with Big Azalea on there. It's called Black Widow. And it's just the look on a relationship from a point that I've never really heard of anyone ever talk about a relationship like that before. Like, almost like, you've pissed me off, you've hurt me so bad that I'm gonna love you so much until you hate me. I'm gonna fucking piss you the hell off. You wanna screw me over and do all... It's just a crazy song. But that's not the song we're gonna talk about today. The song we're gonna talk about today is called 100. And... Oh, I just love it. Let's just take a look at like
0: it. You ain't the type of life to slow the fuck around. Give your mind on your money, and you ain't looking to settle down.
2: Girl, keep it 100, 100, 100, when you round me. Yeah, that's why I keep it 100,
1: 100, 100, 100, 100, 100, 100, 100, 100, 100, 100, 100, 100, 100, I love him singing. I be in the car singing yeah. it like I'm him you singing. It wanted, wanted, wanted when you me. Girl, <laughs> I could just picture you, you in the car. Warm, <laughs> and then I go into
0: and this
2: part.
1: Iggy Azalea, the new classic. Check out the album in stores now. Last but not least, I'm going to screw this up, so I apologize to whatever language this is in. Um, (laughs) It is Santana and Wyclef, and apparently there's a remix with Ricky Martin. Um, It's called Dar um, Hato, and it's called We Will Find a Way in English. So whatever that means in whatever language that is, there you go. Um, And this is the World Cup uh, theme song this year. So remember back in the day, Shakira and Wyclef had uh, Hips Don't Lie. Was it Hips Don't Lie? Uh-huh. Yeah, and that was it, But well, This is this year. Uh, the remix is with Ricky Martin. Uh, it also has features Avicii and then this Alexandra Pyrrhus guy. Wow, I haven't heard him in a while.
2: I like Avicii.
1: We will find a way. Santana, Wyclef, that's gonna be a huge song. It's gonna be international, bitch. So <laughs> check that one out. It's on iTunes now.
2: You liking it? It's cool. Yeah, it's Digging cool. It? I dig. I like uh, Avicii. Have you ever heard um, Travis Garland? Yes. He covered. Um, he covered that. Uh, Wake me up. Travis Garland. Wait, is that Miley Cyrus's brother? Uh, no, I don't. I don't know where he's from. I think it's from. He's from Texas or something like that. Uh, a R&B guy Kind of in this vein Of like Justin Timberlake you, He's a YouTube person um, Yeah Like That's how I found him From his He had mixtapes that, that came out Dope His music is dope Yes, right. yes. You better do that better Steven get it This is my joint
1: right I can't tell too young to understand, say I'm caught up in a dream, life will pass me by if I don't open up my eyes, that's fine by me, so wake me up when it's all over,
2: Yeah, I never really no, realized what this song was saying, like until until really? I, I until I heard this and realized it. It's just like it's a song for the dreamers. You know what I mean? It's like
1: Yeah, well I found that out at a rate. <laughs> that's not the place that I wanted to find that out and have a damn crackhead telling me what the hell that song was about. But yeah, you did that, Travis. I wish I found out that that way. Shoot. All right, Michael, thank you for coming in. Again, where can all of your fans find you?
2: Um, I'm on Twitter uh, at mblaze09 <laughs> uh, Facebook and just look out. out I'll be jo- venturing off into film now so just, you gonna see you'll find me
1: emblaze09 <laughs> check them out make sure you guys hit us up here at BHL online also on Instagram at The Beat TV make sure you guys tweet me and if you guys have any musical artists that you guys want to share tweet me at DJ Jesse J again Michael thank you for coming in until next thank week you. same time same place
0: peace from producers
1: Maria Menounos Dario Kristen Tiana
0: Hobson Kevin Undergaro, and the entire BHL crew we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live the first online broadcast network dedicated to to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I'm your BHL announcer, Scipio. Instagram me at Planet Scipio. Thank you for tuning in. Music redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.